Monday. Powered by Superbook Sports. Here's Stokely and Zach. What did Sean Payton have to say about his decision to kick off the season or a lack of a kickoff? And what did he say about his hand-picked kicker, Will Lutz, who the Broncos traded for about two weeks ago? Um, what a wild afternoon. I mean, just there's there's like 10 different angles to uh, view this game from. We'll hear from Sean Payton in just a second. What we haven't really talked about here uh, yet is a, a, a dedicated conversation about Russell Wilson. What did you make of Russell Wilson's first game in the Sean Payton offense? Better. It was much better. And I give a lot of credit to Sean Payton. You know, we've been it's, – it's, it, there's not that much – you know, positive to talk about when you lose to the stinking Raiders the way they lost, right? So it's been a lot of uh, not fun talk from us. It's it's uh, the, in the first hour, but I really did like a lot of the things that I saw. How he viewed the offensive game plan, how he went out there and um, put it together, and with the different formations. You know, sometimes you see three wides. Sometimes you see uh, the three wides bunch. Uh, you know, two by two for just different. Yeah. And then personnel groupings. Some some you know, one play it's 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 three wide receivers. Next play it's it's three tight ends, one wide receiver, one back, two back. You know, so there was a constant changing up of things and keeping a defense you know on its heels and it was working for the most part. You know, it really was. Uh, it looked better. Russ's completion percentage was you know. Much, much better than what we've seen in the past. Yep. And and he was getting completions, and we're staying on schedule, staying on schedule on time. And um, he didn't have a – Russ didn't have an interception, right? Had a fumble, got lucky that, um, you know, Marcus Peters decided to hug Mims. Um, that was fortunate. but Huge break. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a turnover, did we? I'm trying to think I'm off the top of my head here. Um, no. So no turn. Uh, no, I don't think so. So no no turnover. Like, little things like that really, really helped, obviously. Um <sighs> So it was better. I, I, w- I was I was encouraged by what I saw, but at, at the same time, you know, when I rewatched the game this morning, it's um, a lot of the same concerns that I've had, Zach. Unfortunately, um, and, and what and what are those? They, those are Russ's ability to make plays in the pocket. In the pocket, go through your reads and progressions, and stay in the pocket. Right? Can you operate from in the pocket? Which is very important for a quarterback. You can't play off schedule, off script, 24-7, you know, 60 minutes, 17 weeks out of the year. 17 games. You just can't, man. That's not a recipe for consistent success. Right? Will it work sometimes? Will it work some games? Yes. And, and I like having that in your back pocket. Sure. It's got to be in your back pocket. But you have got to operate and be able to handle in the pocket, play the quarterback position in the pocket, and be comfortable doing it. He's just not. He's just not. Stoked. And that's the way he was last year. 
Right, we saw it. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Hey, we did see it last year. It's now understood that this guy can't operate with, right. the, with the pocket. This is why Sean Payton's here to be creative, get him out on the move, and highlight his best attributes. Yeah, like I, I liked, you know, there was some design plays to get him out of the pocket. You know, you, 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 the keeper game. We saw a couple of those, like Mike Shanahan uh, uh, style of football. Stretch, fake the run, and keeper game out of it. And then we saw him hit Brandon Johnson on that nice play early. Stuff like that. That's great. But... Um, it just seems like to me, and there's a lot of short, quick stuff, and and, and all that's good. But at, at a certain point, um, it's just not a um a recipe to you know have sustained success. I just it's just I don't know how that happens, right? It's just and and at and a certain point, when you got to have it and you got to do it, can you do it? Right. And I don't know if he can, Zach. And we saw that late in the football game again. We did, you know, and that's just the facts. If you watch the game. It was a second down play, and his footwork was awful. Felt like he panicked a little bit, and he's stepping more towards the left. Cortland Sutton's on the right, and he just dirted it, you know? And that was a big play. Yeah. It's not a first down, but it's eight, nine-yard gain. Now you got third right. and one, third and two right, right. Um, to a wide-open receiver. Right? And, 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 and the ball was just – because look at his – watch his footwork, folks. Watch it. Watch it. Just, just not good. Okay, and so that's my concerns here. That that is, but I do, I did like what I saw for the for the majority of the game. It looked better. He looked more comfortable. Where does two touchdowns come from? What, what, what was he doing? Uh, rolling out to the right. Yeah, right in the pocket. In the pocket. Boom! Get out. Now you make a play. That's great. I love it. But like I said, I just didn't see him operating in the pocket like I hoped. Yeah, it was more more of the same stuff of. You know, first guy's not open, second guy's not open. I got to go. I got to breathe. I got to get out of the pocket. Um, and uh, instead of being able to stay in there sometimes and seeing if that third guy is open or that fourth guy is open. Uh, so that that's just a big concern for me still um, is, is Russ's pocket presence and making plays from within the pocket. I loved how he made some of those plays outside the pocket. And you want to get them on the move. And they did some good things there. So there was some positives there, certainly. Um, but, again, the same things that crept that, that we saw last year um, continued again, and you just can't ignore it. You just can't. You can't watch it and just ignore it. Now, we'll continue to follow it. Of course. But after we saw it for a whole year. And the thing is, like, I get it when you're 25, you know, when you're when you're 27. But when you're starting to get to the age that he's getting, he's not as fast as he was, right. not as mobile as he used to be. Right. Um, you, you get more concerned by that. Um, and so, uh, like, I want to give a quick thought on that yeah. because there is uh, a thought out there that um, Russell looked great yesterday, mobility-wise. And he, I think he looked maybe a little bit better than he did a year ago, uh, shedding that weight. But I'm watching all these other games, and I'm watching quarterbacks who truly move. Russell doesn't look like that. And I think that the Russell mobility factor, and I'm raising my own hand here, because I was under the impression that, like, hey, this guy dropped the weight. He's going to get out there running around. Like, he is going to be running around like we saw in that second preseason game um, when he took off for, like, a 21-yard run. I'm like, we're going to see a lot of that. And I'm starting to really second-guess it because although he looks better physically than he did a year ago, it's not upper tier, and it's I don't even think it's middle tier 
NFL athleticism anymore. Yeah. He I mean, one so rush, me. one carry, one yard. Yeah. You know, um, so it's it's not. It's really not. You know, we're like, you know, we, it looks better. Certainly it looks better than it did a year ago, but it's still not like, oh, my gosh, we can count on him to get us 25, 30 yards a game. We can count on a few plays from him. He's going to he's gonna be able to outrun that defensive end. Ah, like that's, yeah. that's really not the case anymore. No. And so that's that's really where my concern level um, is at, is very high here with Russ is you got to make some plays from the pocket. Right, if you're not going to be able to do it this year, how next year is not going to get any better? No, right. No, and I'm no. I'm not only looking at it right now, but I'm looking at the end of this year, the future here with him. Um, of course. But I thought Sean Payton did a good job of managing certain things and how they wanted Russ to look and really helping him out. Uh, and it's game one. It is just game one. But when we're seeing some of the same stuff that was a a huge negative last year, um, right now that's. Um, that, that that's just that's just concerning. Uh, but there was it was it was it was much better for the most part for the majority. Of it, it was the first half. Yes, it was much better with with him just like getting the ball out of his hands. Guys were making some plays. Now we didn't see the explosive plays um, certainly that we would like to have seen. But I just liked the way that things looked and 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 the 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 game plan around Russ to try to help Russ out. You know, they threw for 177 yards, people. Right. So that's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like, I'm watching Anthony Richardson throw for 200-something yards. I'm watching C.J. Stroud throw for almost 250 yards. I'm watching Derek Carr throw for over 300 yards. That's what I want to make sure. Like, sometimes we get so hyper-focused on what is in front of us that, like, hey, hold on, take 10 steps back. Like, look at the landscape surrounding this thing. That, that There's nothing elite about what I saw yesterday. There's nothing even almost middling from what I saw yesterday. I mean, think about what we're giving the Broncos offense credit for, and I, I agree they deserve it. The operation looked more competent. Them getting to the huddle and and just the um, all the uh, uh, the nonsense that we saw a year ago at this time and this coming week as well. It looked cleaner and smoother and functional and competent. But then you have to get to a certain level where, like, you're going above that. And hopefully, we get that during the season. If you I want to be good. If you want right? to be good, and, yeah. may, and maybe and maybe win one more game than you lose. It can't be just competent. Con- competent will get you beat on a very regular basis in, in this league. And, and, and just think about what you're talking about. Like you said, like we, we've moved the bar here, and it's so low that if, it, if you're just competent, we're like, oh, bravo, bravo. Man, that was awesome. And that's kind of where we're at. Zach, like I, I expected that from my high school players when I coached there. Like, that was the bottom. That was the norm. Like, get your butt to the line of scrimmage, get ready to play football, right? right? And let's go. Uh, so, like, let's get to playing, let's get going, all those types of things. And and that's what we're, like, applauding the Broncos for right now. Um, and that's how bad it was last year, unfortunately. But there was, you know, when you're looking for some positives here, and that's kind of what we're doing, um, obviously, because and it, it, I don't want to sit here and, and just, you know, beat up on the Broncos for three hours. That's not fun. It's just not fun, but it's got to get better. you got to be able to finish games off. Um, and I think uh, for Russ, like it's still early. It's game one with him and Sean Payton, and hopefully we can see they, they, you're going to have to, and we talk a lot about this, you're going to have to get the ball down the football field. Yep. You're going to have to. You can't just dink and dunk and, like, you're going to have to. That means you have to hang in the pocket. You're going to have to stay in there a little bit and not just get, the, get rid of the football, get rid of the football, get rid of the football because you can't breathe in the pocket. Right. 
We did so it. you got to hang in there. you got to make explosive plays in the NFL. Bingo, you got to throw the ball. Because guess what's going to happen? They're going to come up. They're, they're going to they're force you to try to throw the ball down the field. You're not good enough to have these 10, 12, 15 play drives and finish them off with touchdowns. It, it's, that's not sustainable with this offense. You're nope. just not good enough. So that's a big concern, um, obviously, moving forward. Is, and we'll see what it looks like. I, I'm sure they know that, um, that they're going to have to start taking more shots. And we, we did the explosive segment uh, two weeks ago. We, we did it. We did it. We had the research from Warren Sharp. We did it uh, two different times uh, on like a Wednesday that there is a direct correlation in today's NFL with teams that create explosive plays with winning teams and teams that go to the playoffs. Of the eight most explosive plays, uh, or the, t- the eight teams with the most explosive plays a year ago in the NFL, explosive play defined as 20 yards or more on one play, um, all eight went to the playoffs. Of the bottom eight, seven of eight missed the playoffs. Like, there is a direct correlation. And you you should not be playing in a game of NFL football in the year of 2023 and have two. I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't come in here and manufacture the excitement when I watched an offense have two. That's one more than one. And that's against the Raiders. Against the Raiders. Do you think they have a good defense? Worst pass defense in pro football a year ago. They not, stink. Not one guy. Not they one stink. guy that will have a Pro Bowl status or All Pro status in their secondary. Max Crosby, and then who? Who's their next? Who's their next best defender? It's, uh, it's only gonna get. It's only gonna get harder and harder. So the fact that, and by the way, I said that they created two um, explosive plays, which is defined by twenty yards or less. You look at the explosive plays, it's 20 and 21 yards. So, like, the Broncos did not have a play yesterday that went for 23 yards. I mean, think about that. That's disturbing. Yeah. That's disturbing. But- it, it really is. And, and you know, you, you watch, just say, the Rams. I, I wasn't expecting much from the Rams offense. They started playing Seahawks, I think, in Seattle, right? Correct. In Seattle. Um, Seattle, big favorite in that game. Yeah, almost a We touchdown. saw the Rams here. No Cooper Cup. Nope. Tutu Otwell? Yep. 119 of them things. Puka Nakua? Mm. 119 of them things through the air. Right? Two receivers, I guess. I mean, I've heard of Otwell, never heard of Puka. Ten catches. Explosive. Right? How many points did they score? 20? 30. Oh. The Rams. So the Rams. The Rams. Without Cooper Cup. Yep. Without uh, uh, any, really, I mean, if you quiz NFL football fans, hey, who are the who are the two top receivers for the Rams? You might come up empty nine out of ten times. Yeah, you probably go with their tight end Taylor Higby and Cooper Cup. Yep, you know. And, but after that, I mean, so it, it just got to be it's got to be better. And and you know, Seahawks at home, they, they their defense is pretty solid. Yeah, they they got a good defense, and you, you just look at who we went up against. It's only going to get more difficult. So, look, 16 more games left. I guess like, you got to look at it and, and try to spin this thing and just hope that it can get better and just hope that you can take a step forward and hope that this week, <laughs> Commanders, they got a pretty damn good defense. They do. This, this, offensive, line, in this offensive line better buckle up. Yep. They better get some rest. And they better be ready to go, or they will. That 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 defensive front for for the Commanders will embarrass that offensive line up front. They will embarrass them. And Russell get hit ten times and probably have five sacks. So uh, I'm sure Sean Payton will try to manage the game. We'll see a lot of quick stuff again. Uh, but it's not getting any easier. And that's that's the problem here. 
Uh, still early. Still you can improve on a lot. And I heard a lot of talk about that. It seemed like from the Broncos players, hey, you know, we we, we, we got four weeks here to, you know, improve or something like that. And I'm just like. No, you don't. Uh, you you, you, you better, really don't. You better get after it really quickly here. Yeah. And you better start moving in the right direction. With, with Washington coming to town. Um, because, hey, hey, and we're going to talk more about Washington, that matchup, and what it means uh, tomorrow. But week after that, you go to Miami. Go to Miami. Hmm. See, see Tua yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, he threw for uh, four. See Tyreek? See, uh, Tua threw for 466 yards. Fourth most ever by any NFL quarterback in, uh, in a week one performance. Uh, defense is pretty good, too. Yeah. You see Vic and those boys? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not going to get easier. It's not going to get easier. It's not. This is not a foundational year. This is this is a year of like, hey, it's time. It's time. Yeah, need to need to need to figure it out quickly here. And that's that. That's why that one was so disappointing. That one. That's why yesterday, yesterday's game, we called it a must win. Yep, we did. And you know, for like, it's we we understand like in, in the context of it being like, if you don't win this game, who are you going to beat? If you don't win this game, you're not going to be able to have a winning record. You're definitely not going to the playoffs. I mean, that's over. Like, forget about it. I'm going to tell you right now, the Broncos aren't going to the playoffs. Okay? Um, and, and having a winning record, I, I doubt that's going to happen because you just can't beat the Raiders at home. So who are you supposed to beat? Who are you going to beat? You think you're going to go to Miami and beat Miami? Who just hung 36 on the road? And that's, how you, that's, that's why that one was so disappointed. You need to start off fast here. It's a belief in the locker room. It's a belief in what you've been doing. It's a belief in Sean Payton and how he's scheming things up. It's a belief in how you can finish games off. That's contagious, right? And so, so you're not thinking to yourself, oh, it's the same old, same old. Here we go again. Oh, we got to get a stop? Nope. Get, you, you think the offense believes in the defense? No. No. Do you think the defense believes in the offense? No. No. So that's the problem here, and I've been on teams like that. Where offensively, you're like, damn, we can't count on those guys at all, at all. So there's zero belief, and that's not good. And that's what's happening here, and that's what will happen here. But if you're able to go finish that game off, it changes everything. The outlook, now it's sunny. It's not like today. This is the way I feel today. See, see, this is the way I feel, depressed. Dark clouds. Yeah, it's it's depressing, and... um, that's, that's where you're at. But if you're able to get that one stop, it's like, oh, guess what the offense is like? Oh, man, this is different. Yeah. Vance is here. Sean's here. Like, these guys are different this year. But no, no, it's, it's, um, the thought is it's the same old, same old. And, and, and that's how you're starting the year off, unfortunately. And that's why that game was a must win. And you had it. You, you had it. You have to make a couple plays offensively. You know, offensively, you're right there first and goal. First and goal. You score a touchdown, you're up two two possessions mm. in the fourth quarter. I don't know, ten minutes left, nine Prior minutes rap. left. Prior wrap. Done. It's over. It's over. And instead you get the field goal. You know what they say? Great job, defense. Way to hold them the field goal. We're still in this thing offensively. Right, you right, feel great. Right. Like, oh, all we need is a touchdown. That's right. All we need is a touchdown. We've won six in a row from this team. I, I still can't believe that. I still I still can't I I, I still can't believe that. They're on the list with the Chiefs, and like the most division wins in a row. Yeah, the Chiefs and the Broncos. Yep, and then like in, no, all across the NFL. Oh, and then you have the like some NFL. other teams, yeah. some other teams, and then the Broncos and the Raiders yeah. are on that list. Yep. Seven now. I mean, that's remarkable. So, you know, if you could just 
make a couple plays when you needed to make a play, couple plays. I mean, that's offensively. And then defensively, you're there. What What you're was there. so different about the first half to the second half? And and, and Sean Payton was, was asked about this question. Like, the general tempo from the first half, it was good. It was good. Broncos scored 13 points in that in that first half. Obviously, would have liked a 14th, but, you know. Um, and then in the second half, three total points scored. In the second half, Sean Payton was asked about it. This is what he said. I thought overall our tempo was decent. I think it can be better. You know, we, we were a little sporadic in the second half. When Greg goes out, that kind of changes some personnel groupings. So I, I wasn't I wasn't as pleased with it in the second half. I, w- I would say overall it was average. You know, quicker in and out. And then on our part, reducing some of the variables. Look, I got it. Um, I think when you look at the second half, you had some good stuff going there, right? You got the ball. You scored right before half, right? Got the lead. You want to go two for one. Perfect. Score before half, and you get the ball in the second half. You got a chance to, you know, put uh, Vegas in a bind. In a, in, I mean, a big bind. And, and, you're, and you're, you're doing some good things there. You, you, you get a freebie. You get the, on the fumble from Russell. Yep. You get a holding call. So you got first and 10 at the 45. Oh, Nice little play to Pirine for 11 yards. You're, you're at first and 10 at the 44. Mm. And you go nowhere. And then you miss a long field goal. Right? You, you just got to take advantage of those opportunities to really put the pressure on Vegas. Right? Now all of a sudden they got great field position. And I get it. They, they ended up throwing an interception. But all you had was three drives, Zach. Right. That's it. That's it. That's it. It was three possessions in the second half. Next one, what happens? You do a lot of good things. 16-play, 75-yard drive. But what do you have to do? You have to settle for a field goal because first and goal at the eight, you throw it to Troutman, nice little play, right? That's that's three yards. You're at the five-yard line. That was when he w- tried to cut back inside, right, instead of just run to the left uh, of, of the uh, left side of the field because it looked like he had a shot there, and I might be confusing it with another first with other- down. When he ran and looked like he had a straight line pathway to get to the line to gain, and decided to cut back inside and take on the defender, and he was immediately tackled. That might have been the last one. Okay, because this was a first down and goal at the eight, um, and, and he got three yards, and I think he got kind of pushed out of bounds on that one, I believe. And then you have the second and five, which was an RPO. It was an RPO, right? And Russ kept it, tried to find a way to get it to Brandon Johnson, who was open. But they, they, Diablo made a, made a good play and batted it down. Right now you're in an obvious passing situation. Three passes. You know, three passes, and um, you, it just didn't, it didn't work out, obviously. That second and five, I would have liked to have seen, you know, a run. I was, gonna say, but, I was just going to ask, should they have run the ball once there? I mean, right? I mean, that's, it, it's hard. It's hard down there. It felt, like, it felt like Hackett. It felt yeah. like Hackett calling the plays. Yeah. Pass, pass, pass. I'm going, whoa, but, hold but on it, a second. To, to Sean's defense here, um, it was an RPO. Okay. Right? So okay. You, he could have handed it off. He didn't. He pulled it, and then, you know, he thought he had Brandon Johnson. You didn't have Brandon Johnson. It's like, oh, um, yeah, I would have liked to run the ball once. I would have on that second and five. Um, he gave him the option to do either or. Russ decided to throw it. Obviously, it didn't work out. Uh, but, I mean, that was a long drive, and you only get a field goal. And, again, once again, guess what happened? You give them life. Right. We're only down six. Bam, right. Let's go. And then they drive down and score a touchdown. And when the pressure's on, 
when the pressure's on, when it's at the most high, when it's at the highest, what do you do? Oh, same old Broncos offense, three and out. Game over. Defense can't stop them. Wow. It's a, it's a tale as old as time, unfortunately, um, or at least uh, the last seven years of Broncos football. That's the way it starts in a 17-16 loss, the same score that uh, was the Monday Night Football result a year ago in Seattle, 17-16, the Broncos losing to start their season. And while the Broncos train failed to leave the station yesterday, another type of locomotive continued to barrel full speed ahead. That's next. It's Reaction Monday, powered by Superbook Sports. Here's Stokely and Zach. Broncos train failed to leave the station on Sunday. Another type of locomotive continued to barrel full speed ahead. We'll get back into uh, the Broncos here in just a second. I got uh, more sound to play from Sean Payton postgame that I want to react to, uh, particularly his reaction to uh, his hand-picked kicker, Will Lutz. Uh, being one of the main ingredients why the Denver Broncos lost yesterday at home to the Raiders for a seventh straight time. Somehow, some way, they found a way. Um, we'll hear from Sean here momentarily. But how about Coach Prime and the CU Buffs? Stoke, they put it on Nebraska in a game that started really like a stalemate, back and forth, 0-0 type of game. Ends 36-14 to 14 as the Buffs ultimately just overwhelm uh, Big Red there. Yeah, it was a nice win. It uh, wasn't pretty. Um, offensively, didn't quite look the same as the week before. Um, saw a lot more mistakes there from them. Uh, Nebraska was giving them a game. They but, were. But, but Nebraska, they nebraska mm. You know, it's yep. like they had good drives going. Next thing you know, ball hits quarterback's hands, can't catch it, fumble, CU recovers, another fumble. When, when they had momentum, their running game's good. And and that was a concern, and you could tell that they were, they were able to move the ball on the ground. And I was like, oh my gosh, if this thing continues the way it's going here, uh, CU might be in trouble. They were struggling a little bit offensively, and if they could control the game there, Nebraska could on the ground with that quarterback. He's very mobile. Yeah, run the ball nicely, um, but they just got kind of got away from it, and and a couple of those mistakes they made um, certainly didn't help. Uh, and then CU finally, you know, figure some things out and took advantage of the mistakes. And it's not always going to be perfect. This thing is still new. Oh yeah. Uh, but they did a really good job of finding a way to get a win, right? And then it's a blowout win in the end. It wasn't even close. Thirty-six to fourteen. After not scoring a single point in the first quarter, they scored uh, the Buffs thirteen points in the second quarter, ten points in the third quarter, another thirteen points in the fourth quarter. And you you heard like after the game like it was personal, it it, it was it was definitely personal. Um, did you see Matt Rule try to gather the, the Nebraska team in the center field on the Buffalo 
and Shador just went out there and is trying to kind of like disrupt it a little bit. Like, what are you guys doing? I don't know, but I'm out here by myself, and I know I'm not going to let this slide, but I'm outnumbered about 70 to 1. Um, that was kind of a funny visual uh, pregame. Yeah, well, I, I think, look, it's, I mean, they're not planting a flag there. Um, and and so it's just like, I think that, that can be overblown a little bit or what, whatever. I, I, it's not a big deal. Like you're going to meet at midfield with your team. Um, shouldn't be shouldn't be a big deal, but whatever, whatever. CSU this week, um, college game day. Yeah, big noon kickoff. Both, huh? Both, and not just them. We found out a couple hours ago that first take ESPN's first take is going to be there Saturday morning too. Oh, wow, Stephen A. Or excuse me, Friday, Friday. They're going to do their show from Boulder. Stephen A. and yep, Shannon. Stephen A. Shannon Sharp and you know, whoever might be there with them because they sometimes rock with the third person. So whether it's Ryan Clark or whoever, maybe it'll just be them uh, with a Molly there. But so you got you got first take coming on Friday, college game day, and the big noon kickoff coming on Saturday uh, for the Rocky Mountain Showdown. This, I mean. Straight for the state of football here it's for fantastic. college football. It is. Right? Um, hopefully CSU can get going in the right direction here. Uh, CU, uh, what they've done in the past year is just remarkable. But you get to highlight both of these teams. Yeah. And so I think uh, obviously most of the spotlight's on CU. But still, hey, CSU could not Opportunity hey, to you stick your head right. in that limelight. It's like, hey. Right there. You always hear about like uh, the 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 age old recruiting story where the coach is there to see one kid and then the other he's like I like this other kid man he but looks good right a lot of eyeballs are going to be on CSU this weekend to see what they do with it here's Shador Sanders after the game this weekend talking about um, it being personal it was extremely personal we go out there warm up you got the head coach for the other team trying to stand in the middle of the buff like it's okay if, if like some couple players do it it's fine you know like to just. Enjoy the scenery, but when you got the whole team trying to disrespect it, then I'm not, you know, I'm not going for that at all. So I went in there and disrupted it. So they knew off rip, like, nah, this, the Buffaloes mean, mean a lot to me. And personally, that's what I say in pregame, and that's when I knew it was just extreme disrespect. So whether they were trying to be disrespectful or not, my thing is Shador is like on the defense for the Buffs and for their field. And for that Buffalo in the middle. And I like that. I mean, this is a kid who just got here. It's his first year here. And he is taking the Colorado Buffaloes personally. Whether Matt Roll, that was his intention or not, um, whatever. I kind of like that Shador uh, is wired like that. Sure. Whatever gets you motivated. Whatever you need. Um, I doubt they were trying to, um, you know, disrespect, be disrespectful. I, I, I doubt it. That's not really, you know. Um, you wouldn't think after being zero and one, the other teams want to know you're gonna like go down that road. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't like know. Wh- whatever you need to get motivated. Yeah. Like if that's what you need to get motivated for the game, then um, cool. I, I like whatever for me. Um, when it when it comes to that stuff, just go out there and win. Yeah, like, that's the bottom line. And and I think um, obviously they were able to do that, and it was. A nice performance there, a nice win for CU because, you know, the, the big question was, will, will there be a letdown game? Right. And I was nervous early. I'm not going to lie. I was nervous early watching that football game and watching Nebraska be able to run the football. And it was almost like run the football at will and just start. They, they were they were a little bit more physical. Yeah. You know, when we talked all offseason, you brought it up, you know, about CU. It's the trenches. It's the trenches. And, and Shador looked like he was getting a little bit more pressure. They weren't able to stop the run. There were some big holes there, and like, oh, my, this could be yeah. trouble here for, for CU. But they're able to figure it out, 
and find a way to get an easy win, which was awesome. Uh, we'll see what it looks no like this week. Yeah, no letdown at all. And now you're, you have gone from in in two weeks and a day, uh, two weeks and two days, have gone from the most unknown in college football to being the hunted. That that's all it took. Two wins, both against Power Five. Like if you told me uh, 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 sixteen days ago that after two weeks, CU would have a better record than Alabama, say what? They have like rearranged games and like put Stanford to start and then beat CSU. Like, no, here they are, 2-0 and going into the Rocky Mountain Showdown. And the uh, the new poll came out. They jumped from 22nd to 18th in the country, so now officially a top 20 team in the country. Wu-Tang was there. Stephen A. Smith is there. Terrell Owens was there. Shannon Sharp was there. Uh, Michael Irvin was there last week. Warren Sapp's there last week. It's like, who's going to be? It feels like the Miami Hurricanes meets Boulder. Yeah, I think Mike was there again this week. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was there this week. Okay. Um, so I'm taking pictures. So um, pretty sure pretty sure he was there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's people want to be around the program. Uh, and, and and I think that's awesome. A lot of buzz. I mean, the place was packed. Oh, my gosh. The place was packed, uh, which was awesome. I mean, just really remarkable what they're doing. 18th in the country. I love Crazy. it. Um, cool story. All right, what did Sean Payton have to say yesterday after the game about his hand – Picked kicker costing the Broncos. Four! Oh, 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 that's next. It's Reaction Monday, powered by Superbook Sports. Here's Stokely and Zach. The Broncos lost a heartbreaking game to start their season, 17-16, at home against their rival Raiders. Stoke, I'll ask the question here. We're going to hear from Sean Payton in a second. Um, This doesn't feel like much like a rivalry. When you get dominated for years at a time, it doesn't feel much like a rivalry. No, I mean it's not. You, you got to give some pushback. You got to win a couple. Um, you got to have games that are meaningful too. I think that has a lot to do with it. You know, when you're sure, not playing sure, for any, sure. both these teams have been pretty bad lately. Uh, so when you don't have both teams as, as they're both playing for something, it's, it's really hard to have a rivalry. Maybe they had one, you know, thirty years ago or whatever the case may be. Times have changed. I know Sean Payton touched on it. Hackett touched on it, and they're pretty much right. Um, well, well, Peyton is, you know, with what he was saying. It's like, okay, you got him in college, <clears throat> certainly. And in the NFL, there's so much movement now with, with players. Mm. You just don't have, though, unless you have like a Brady-Manning type of deal where those two quarterbacks are in the same place and you keep meeting in the biggest of games. Um, it's it's hard to have those types of rivalries in the NFL. It just is. It's just different now, especially with the how transient it is. Will Lutz, kicker for the Broncos. Yeah. In his first opportunity, uh, he just got here two weeks ago. Broncos trade for him. Misses an extra point. Misses a uh, a longer kick for sure. 55-yarder, but that's supposed to be a part of his you know a strength as you're putting like a pros and cons Will Lutz chart together. Uh, if you've if you've ever done that, um, well you went get you you went out and got him. Yeah, but you went out like you said you traded for him. Hand you prints. made a move for him. So it's like all right, make a play, right? We, we did we just get you to make forty orders? 
Nope. 30, we, we kicked in Denver yesterday, right? Yeah. Ball flies longer. All right. I mean, every now and then you, you, you got to step up and make some plays. Like, this was the guy that Sean Payton wanted. It was. It was. This is the guy he has history with. This is the guy he bet on. Will Lutz has not. He has been a declining kicker for a few years. Missed the entire season two years ago. And then has worst year ever uh, a year ago. Worst kicking percentage than the guy that you moved on from in Brandon McManus. So this is Sean Payton after the game uh, when asked, what did he see on those missed kicks? Yeah, look, I don't have a good angle to, to look at the missed extra point. I was surprised a little bit. His first kick, he'll bounce back. You know, he's had a good two weeks with us, hadn't had any issues. And, uh, you know, we attempted the longer field goal, the 55-yard field goal. That one looked pretty close. That, too, I think was missed right, though. So, you know, we'll work to get that cleaned up. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to – that's your guy. What are you going to do? Can't, you're not cutting him. So you got to, you know, have his back. And and, and that's what he's doing. Uh, so – just got to make the kicks, unfortunately. No, we don't care what happened in practice, Mm-mm. that he didn't have any issues. You know, all we see is what happens on game day, and obviously he had some issues yesterday. Uh, but, you know, it would get it. It was a long one. 55-yard, yeah, it's a long one. But, you know, it wasn't a 65-yarder. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's it's NFL. You know, and there was a made kick, and, and and I think it was the second extra point, I believe, but don't quote me on that. Um, but I, I think it was the second extra point. Stoke, if that was another eight yards back, he was missing it. Sec, that was only one. Uh, oh, okay, there you go. Okay. There was only one well, made I, kick, I, right? But but I want to make sure I wasn't confusing it with a sh- the shorter okay. field gotcha. goal. Um, so it was, oh my goodness! That was a, if that was the case on the short field goal. So now I'll have a I'll have a more uh, clear answer because I'll go back and, and and watch it like you did. But there was a there was a the, the kick it just hooked inside to the right, and I'm going, did he make that? Like oh my gosh! And it's just like I have a feeling. Um, look, the the word that I was using that you you were like, you know, emphasizing. I say I have a haunting feeling about this. Yeah, I mean, like, look, we've been talking a lot about it, obviously, and because we know how important that position is and how the NFL is a three-point league. Yep. And it comes down to the last couple minutes. Do you make a kick? Do you miss a kick? That determines a lot of times whether you win football games or lose football games. And the Broncos made a couple decisions here uh, where you look at it and say, okay, if it works out, you applaud it. You say, okay, great job, Sean Payton. But if it doesn't, you know, you're, you're going to be very critical of it, and especially in this situation where you made a move from McManus, I get it, um, and then you, you brought in two field goal kickers, and then you, you, you move on from both of those kickers, and then you bring in Lutz, you know, w- with not much time to spare here before the first game and try to get him up to speed, and it ends up being, you know, a disaster is really what it was, and oh, you yeah. lose by one point. Oh, you, you lose by one you point. You can't make it up. You can't start off – the game when you score a touchdown and miss the extra point. You just can't. You just can't do it. And and there we were. And I was like, Zach, I stopped watching. Like, I wasn't even watching. Like, we scored a touchdown. I was like, all right, that's good. Then, you know, go get a cold one. Go get some food, you yep. know, nachos. Like, yep. and then looked up. I'm like, dude, why did, did we, is it like somebody hurt? Like, why? What? I'm, no. I'm going to raise my hand, too. They, they, they uh, didn't kick it already. Did he? Did yeah. he miss? He didn't miss it, did he? Yeah, he missed. Oh, you. And then you just knew. You just knew then that. They're going to be chasing that point, and this is going to be a close game in the end. You know what it is, and this thing could come back to haunt you, and it did. Speaking of close game in the end, Sean Payton was asked about playing in one-score games. 
our league's going to be every weekend. You know, the exception is the games that are, that aren't close, really. And so, you know, playing in these one-score games, you know, at the end, trying to get a stop, trying to use the time. Obviously, it was frustrating. They were able to run the clock out. You know, that third down conversion, obviously, with the the penalty behind it, uh, was disappointing. And then we had our opportunities offensively as well. So, you know, those those close games aren't going away. Those that's kind of our league. Um, yeah, he's right. Look, the exception is the games that aren't close. Right, right. But I think part of the um, the unfortunate uh, tone setting game that yesterday was is. How often – let's just look at last year. How often did we do this, Stoke? Hey, if the if the Broncos have just averaged 18 points a game, they'd be undefeated like the 72 Dolphins. It's like, okay, but you look at these games and you and, and, and it's like 17-16, right? The, the, the Seattle game a year ago, same score as yesterday. Or uh, the 12-9 loss on Thursday Night Football against the Colts. Or the 19-16 loss in overtime last year against the Chargers. I think a lot of Broncos country, myself included, said, guess what? With Sean Payton in the fold, these games now get flipped. Because you have the guy. You have the experience. You have the coach. You're going to avoid those self-inflicted wounds that you know have you losing with these razor-thin margins. But when you have the right guy on your sideline, you're on the positive end of those. So to start the season in the same fashion that we the Broncos have been losing games for quite literally years with Sean Payton, it was just like... Again, frustrating. I, yeah, man, it's just it feels like it's another layer of letdown. Yeah, is what it is. That's why you just can't play those games. I've told you this for years. Oh, you yes, just yeah. can't play those games. Like compare year to year. Like, oh yeah, and and so many people do it. And it drives me nuts. It's like, okay, if we just scored twenty one points a game, we would have been thirteen and four. No, you wouldn't have been, folks. Like it, the game takes a whole nother life, you know. And every game is a one off. And so it's like, you know, the, the Raiders could have scored again if they wanted. You know, possibly like so. You don't know how games are going to unfold at the end. Um, you, you just, I really hope for Sean Payton. It wasn't like okay, we're going to win some of those you know games that we, um, you know, needed to score eighteen points or twenty one points. It was the fact that we were going to execute better down the stretch. Yeah, we're going to be a lot more prepared, better prepared in in those moments in those situations. And unfortunately, when it mattered the most, we weren't, and we didn't execute better. Down the stretch, offensively and defensively, both, both to blame here. Yep, both had chances to help the Broncos win the football game, and both failed. So it's it's Zach. It's really, it's really, and I know a lot of Broncos country felt the same way. The same old, same old, right? But it is special teams let us down. Yeah, offense let us down, and the defense let us down. There you go. That's what we've been seeing around here, and that's what we saw again. Uh, unfortunately, yesterday, everyone played a big part in screwing this thing up and losing to the Raiders at home. At home. And I ran my mouth all offseason. Oh, yes, all, you did. All, again. Again. I ran my mouth all offseason, and I just uh, I just couldn't imagine that they were going to lose that football game ever. Just never could have. <laughs> just couldn't. Just couldn't. What? What? I'm not laughing. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm, I'm not laughing. It's not funny. No, I'm pissed off. I, I know you are. I'm so but, pissed off right now that that I, I I kept on running my mouth and I deserve it. Like I'll 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 take. I deserve it. Um, God I, not quite as worse as you going under on CU three and a half and and um. But, but, oh, but look, it's, at, but look it's, at you. That's how I know you're vulnerable <laughs> right now. You're trying to hit me. I gotta sauce. hit. You. I gotta hit you. Uh, one, two. But yeah, look, I ran my mouth all off season, right? Talk about you know. 
the how, how bad of an organization uh, that is, and you know, just because they got out of Oakland, it's still you know trash and uh, whatever. Like we're gonna roll. It's gonna be a, 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 a easy win. Yada yada yada. And and that's what that's what I watched yesterday. And I went to the game. Yeah, you know. Um, and just like just a complete, you know, leaving watching the first games. Yeah, halftime. It's just like, and then that's that's the feeling that you get when you when you um, leave that football game. Like, really, offensively, I mean, um, I look at this team and I'm like, all right, um, I, I like some of the things I saw, but still, like, sixteen points. So, I, like, we're not the morning show. It's not like hopefully they score you know twenty four points by week thirteen of the season, and we'll we'll give them hugs and. Uh, give them a prize, um, but we're about results. So that's that's what you did offensively, and in the second half, um, you did uh, absolutely um, three points, nothing, three points, three points, three drives, three points. Uh, so then that you know when it mattered the most, what'd you do? Three and out defensively. Oh yeah, there were some good things. No sacks, no sacks, and then when it mattered the most, what'd you do? I mean, so it's like golly, golly. Disaster. Just just a disaster of a start yesterday. There's no other way to spin it. And I can't believe Mark this morning. I, I just can't believe it. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he disappointed me, too. Like the Broncos did. That's yeah. how disappointed I am in Mark Slareth right now, just talking yeah. about how he, he was like, he, I think he was, he felt good this morning when he woke up. He was cheery. He w- he felt really good. I think we had a promo running. Like, if we right. see that version of the Broncos, they're going to win a lot of games this year. Oh, the 16-point, no-sack version? Oh, Mark, no, they're not. <laughs> they might not win a game. <laughs> they're not going to, Mark. Goodness. What happened to him? I don't know. Uh, Sean texts him back, I guess. Oh. <laughs> stay loyal. Stay committed. <laughs> stay in the circle. Right. It's a circle, Zach. The circle, right? Better, don't get outside uh, the circle. How do we feel about Russell Wilson in his first game under Sean Payton? Are we encouraged at all by that first half? Or are we getting the same vibes from a year ago? That's next.